The good news is that you don't need to sit down and read the Bible from cover to cover in one massive chunk. All you need to do is read it one bit at a time. G'day everyone, my name is Mark Schroeder and welcome to Schroeder's Bible Bits. I'm a college chaplain and my job is to teach children and youth the wonderful truths that are found in God's Word, the Bible. I speak at chapels, at youth services, at church services, I teach at kids clubs and lunchtime Bible groups. Uh, At all of these places, I always teach from the Bible because I'm convinced that from the Bible, we get to learn about God and how He has loved us and how He has saved us through Jesus. Tune in and continue to learn about Jesus for yourself, not in one chunk, but bit by bit. G'day everyone, welcome back to another podcast. Um, This is another chapel talk for you on Luke's Gospel and we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 11 today. Um, The focus of it today is that being part of Jesus' kingdom gives you great power. Um, So the encouragement for students in this uh, Bible talk is to say that if they believe in Jesus and if they belong to his kingdom, that we have this great tool at our fingertips and it's prayer. And so we're going to spend some time thinking about prayer and what Jesus says about prayer in Luke chapter 11. G'day everyone, welcome to another chapel devotion today. I wonder if you've ever been at a church service or some other sort of a ceremony in a church building or in a Christian community and you've heard a prayer prayed called the Lord's Prayer. Well, today in chapter 11 of Luke's Gospel, we hear Jesus teach his disciples the Lord's Prayer as a method for how to pray. He says this, he says, When you pray, pray these things. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. You see, the thing about belonging to Jesus as the King means that we get to be part of his kingdom. And being part of Jesus' kingdom means that we have a power at hand. A power which is not on our own strength and our own energies or our own ability, but a power that rests fully on God and His power, the power of the Spirit in us. And so because of God and His power, Christians are told that they can pray. And Jesus actually teaches His disciples a way to pray here with the Lord's Prayer. Now, you might have heard this Lord's Prayer prayed, like literally, as I've just read there from Luke chapter 11, verses 2 to 4. Or you may have heard a different variation of it. But this is a prayer as an example of a way we can pray, of the things that we can pray for. And so maybe in your house shooter, after this Bible talk, you might like to talk together about what are the things that Jesus is suggesting that we do pray for? What does he mean when he says, Father, Or what does he mean when he says, hallowed be your name? Or what does he mean when he says, your kingdom come or give us today our daily bread? What are these things or these big ideas that Jesus is suggesting that we pray about? You see, the thing is, if you're part of God's kingdom, you have this great power where you get to pray and invite God to step in and to take control because this is God's world and you are part of his eternal kingdom and he's there to help you to live in it. So what's Jesus say about this? How does Jesus help us to understand the way in which we pray? 
We're going to read on now in Luke chapter 11, and we're going to see that Jesus gives a couple of examples about the way that we can pray. Let's look at this now. It comes from Luke chapter 11, verse 5. This is what Jesus says. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and you say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, Yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. See, to help us to understand the way that God's kingdom people, the way that Christians can pray, Jesus unpacks this story about two people standing at the doorstep of a house. You see, back then in the Middle Eastern times, back in Bible times, people would travel at night time because it was much cooler than walking in the middle of the day when the sun was up and it was really hot. And that meant that sometimes they might pass through a village and go past a friend's house right at the time when they were hungry part way through their journey. And so it was to be expected that somebody might very well knock on your door in the middle of the night and ask for some help, ask for some food even. Well, Jesus tells his story and he says, imagine that somebody does that and they knock on your door, but you don't have any food. What are you going to do? Well, maybe you might go to your next door neighbor and knock on their door and say, can I have some help? I need a loaf of bread because somebody's dropped in in the middle of the night. Do you notice what happens? He says that somebody's knocking on the door and they're like, I need food, I need food. And because of your audacity, the persistence and the continuing of the knocking and the knocking and the requesting of the bread, that's when somebody's going to go and get the food and give you the good thing so that you can go and be hospitable to the person that's rocked up at your house in the middle of the night. You see, in that same way, Jesus says, that's how we can pray too. We can be audacious just like that. A way of thinking about audacious is sort of like by thinking about being shameless in just how bold you are, to not be embarrassed in the bold way that you might ask for something. You see, when we pray, we can pray to God and we can ask God things, even in the middle of the night, when it seems like a strange and an out of the ordinary request. We can pray to God and we can ask things of Him, even if it might seem a little bit shameful. It doesn't matter. We can be bold and we can approach Him no matter what, and we can know that He is going to answer us. And that's actually what Jesus continues to say now. After He talks about that little moment about knocking on someone's door in the middle of the night, Jesus says this in verse 9. He says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will, be, you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. See, how good's this? Jesus says, be audacious and ask God for things. But then he gives us these three different ideas of ask, seek, and knock. And his idea is, is that we need to be continually people who pray and approach God, asking, seeking, and knocking. Asking 
is giving us that idea where we request assistance in response to something that we need. Or well, And seeking is when we express our need, but as well as expressing our need, we look around and try and find the answer somewhere. And then finally, knocking is a rep- repetitive or a, a persevering idea. See, when we pray to God, we ask Him. We ask Him because we're looking around and we're trying to find an answer to a need that we have, but we do so persevering. We continue to do it. That's being audacious, isn't it? Being bold, being shameless in the way that we ask God for help and we ask God for assistance. The thing is, though, as we pray and as we ask God for things, as we ask, seek and knock, What's God's response to us going to be, do you think? I reckon there's reason that we might have to be nervous when we pray audaciously. But actually, Jesus helps us to understand that God can be trusted. Let's read a little bit on, because Jesus says this. He says, Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then... Though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? See, Jesus gives this confronting example, doesn't He, about dads and their kids. And He says, which dad, if a kid ever asks for a fish, right? Fish, you eat fish, delicious fish and chips. Which dad, if a kid says, Dad, can I have something to eat? is going to give him a snake instead. No dad's going to do that. Even the most dodgiest of dads, a laziest dad, is not going to give a snake instead of a fish. And then Jesus goes on, he says, or which, which dad, if the kid asks for an egg, is going to give him a scorpion? Well, that's ridiculous. There's no dad that's going to do that. Well, actually, if we know how to do good things for our children, if our dads, even if they're bad dads, know how to look after their children then God, who is a good father, a great dad, a perfectly loving dad, he's definitely going to know how to give us good things, isn't he? He's not going to give us a scorpion instead of an egg. He's not going to give us a snake instead of a fish. If we are audacious, if we ask, seek and knock, if we pray to God in our greatest times of need, then we can trust Him to do what is right and we can trust Him to do what is good. And we can trust Him to give us the Holy Spirit so that we can live for Jesus and His eternal kingdom. You see, part of living in Jesus' kingdom is to depend on Jesus. And the way that we depend on Jesus is by living a life of prayer. By praying in a way that Jesus has taught his disciples in that Lord's Prayer. By praying audaciously. By being persistent in the way that we pray. But by trusting Jesus that he knows how to answer our prayer. Now the thing is that as we pray, I think this is going to mean two things for us. Number one and most importantly is that when we know that we can pray to God and we can ask him things about living for him for his kingdom... We can pray to him and ask him to forgive us. This is one of the most important prayers that you'll ever pray. To say sorry to God for your sin. To ask him to forgive you. And to ask him 
to accept you into his eternal kingdom. The Bible promises that when we pray to him and we ask him to forgive us, that God is gracious and he will forgive us if we earnestly seek him. So today, I wonder if you would be audacious enough to boldly and to shamelessly stand before God and ask him to forgive you. Because the Bible says when you do that, he will forgive you. But the thing is that after you've asked God for forgiveness, the responsibility that we have is to go on and live a life for Christ, isn't it? To live a life for him, to live a life through Christ. And so the good news is that we can continue to be audacious in our prayerful life and ask God to help us to live for him every single day. So that means today, if you've got something challenging just coming up around the corner, if it's an assessment, sure, you should pray about that. If you're a Christian and you belong to God and his kingdom, you should pray about that knowing that God cares for us. If you ask him for help, he's not going to ignore you. Remember, God is not like a father who would give a scorpion instead of an egg. It means if you're having just a hard time with some friends, you should totally pray about that. You should definitely ask God audaciously to help you in that moment. It means if you are sick or if you know someone who's sick, you should totally pray about that because you know that God will listen. God will help you. God will do what is right and what is good. I'm sure you can come up with other examples of things that you can pray for. But remember, the most important thing that you can pray for today is to seek God and ask Him to forgive you. Ask Him to forgive you. Seek out Him and His way. And keep on praying that He would accept you as one of His kids and welcome you into his eternal kingdom. I hope today you're challenged to live a life through Christ and to keep on doing that until the day that you see Jesus face to face. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can get in contact with me via Twitter at MRK Schroeder or on the Anchor app, you can actually leave a voice message. I'd love you to do that and I might include it in the next podcast. Catch you later.